and welcome to Reiki Women Podcasts. And today, oh, I'm Bronwyn, Bronwyn Logan. And today I have with me the lovely Natasha King. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Bronwyn. Hi, listeners. <laughs> now, uh, Natasha is in South Africa and she is South African, although she has only recently just gone back there from the UK. So she is a practitioner and a teacher. And there's something that she wanted to talk to us about today uh, in line with our questions. And that was the precept, do not worry. So I think this is an excellent, amazing precept for all women in the world to have a think about. So it's over to you, Natasha. Oh, thank, thank you very much, Bronwyn. Um, yeah, uh, you know what? I think women tend to um, worry more than men probably do. And I think that's part of because we are, have this, we usually fall into caretaker roles. We are the mothers that take care of the children, but not always, but you know, if I generalize, um, the kind of roles and jobs we do, say nursing, mostly females, teaching, mostly females. I was a legal secretary for 25 years. I actually had to do the math just before this meeting to figure out how long it had been. And we take care of our bosses. Um, and I think part of being good at your job or being good as a caretaker means you need to kind of worry a little bit. You need to plan ahead what might go wrong, which is a form of worry. So it's difficult, I think, for us to understand where does the worry, when does it become a problem? And when do I need to do this to be good at what I do? Um, and I think with the precepts, that really helped, helped me because yeah. I, like I say, legal secretary, um, I'm trained to think about worst case scenarios and, and think of always having a plan B in case something goes wrong. And to create the plan B, you need to know what might go wrong with plan A. Um, and the precepts have really, really helped me. I've, I've been a, um, into Reiki or into Reiki. I started Reiki one only in April last year. And, but it's been a really short, intense journey for me. But even that short time, it's helped me so much. It's like I realized that I can only do as much as I can. We can all just do what we can up to a point and then no more. And then it's up to the person that you're providing this care to who you are taking care of or who you're talking to, who you're engaging with, for them to understand what your intent was. Um, and you can't even change that, even if you wanted to. Oops, um, even if you wanted to, you can't change how they perceive you, no matter how much planning you do, how much worry you did. So you might as well not worry, but you can plan a little bit, but <laughs> don't worry. And um, yeah, and I, I honestly learned this quite recently when we moved from the UK to South Africa. If you can imagine, I've been there for 17 years. So that's 17 years of life that I had to pack up. But we don't know, we still don't know how long we're going to be here. So what do you pack? What do you leave behind? Where do you, what do you end? What do you start? Who do you notify? Who do you just keep quiet about? <laughs> and, um, and, and I know my previous self would have been a real big warrior about this not warrior with an a the warrior with an o and <laughs> um and just reminding myself do not worry there's only so much you can do and then the fifth precept be kind to yourself yeah. and to others so if i do worry just be kind if someone else takes what i did seen the wrong way and it causes me worry be kind to them as well just don't worry um i can actually tell you a quick story about an example of how with Reiki and repeating the precepts, I kind of unlearned a bad habit of, the, of worrying. We were, it was in September, 
And okay, I started Reiki in April. In September, my husband and I went to see a movie. We went to see Free Guy, like with Ryan Reynolds, Free Guy. And it was mind-blowing. It was one of those movies where you sit and you think, oh my goodness, the universe has given this Ryan Reynolds movie to me to show me um, what we are we're thinking of is the right thing to do. And so, so it's like confirmation. So we walked out of the movie, hung out, like, yay, we're going to do this. We're going to go back to South Africa. Um, and of course, then it starts, it kicks in. What do I need to do physically? Where things that you could possibly go wrong. You start a little bit of worrying, but I toned it down. Remember, do not worry. Be in the moment. We're getting on a bus now. We're walking in the high street, kind of get into the moment. I can sort of plan. I mean, it's not rocket science. You know what you need to do. You buy the airplane ticket. You give your notice. You know, there's basics. And the basics are good enough for now. I don't need to go into the detail. One of them was obviously shipping our stuff over to South Africa or getting rid of, I mean, yeah, just um, moving our things. Yeah. And we were sitting on a bus, on the red London bus, top level. And I was looking out the window and saying to myself, be calm, this is okay, be in the moment. And on the, the lane next to us, there's this white van. And I can see on the side of the van, it's painted international shipping. So they do international shipping. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, thank you, thank you. Take a photo of the van, I've got the number. And as my our lane with the bus um, slows down and the van moves forward and I see in the back on the back these two flags South African and UK flags they specialize right they specialize in shipping between South Africa and the UK and I'm thinking this is why you do not worry this is why you just put your intent out there and you be in the moment you be in the now you're aware but your intent and your awareness come together and you didn't even worry. So we didn't need to look for five, six different quotes for moving. We knew these are the people we're going to use. Um, and when that kind of thing happens, you just think, okay, no, you know, Mikhail Usui was onto something when he's created those precepts. They really do, they tie in together and they work. And the awareness and intent, I think those two things are key. Yeah. Oh, I love all that, you know, and, and I love what you have to say, like it does, it does, the precepts do all link together. They all work together and they bring us into the moment and they bring us, as you say, like bring your awareness to now, your consciousness to this moment. And we yep. generally are not conscious in the moment. And so all the stuff that's around us that could be supportive and helpful, you know, it passes us by. Yeah, you know, I absolutely. I, yeah. Yeah, I too, you know, yeah. like there's lots of things in my life where I've found there have been moments where um, I've been wonderfully in that flow. And I'm sure a lot of people um, can, you know, know that experience where you're really in the flow of things and uh, the most amazing things happen and it feels like magic, but it's not magic. It's just life. Saying all of that, when it comes to worry, I'm still, to be honest, struggling with do not worry about what other people might think. Because I think that one is, there's a do not worry about what I do, the, the, the doing stuff, the, your yeah. job, the getting someone to pick up the kids from school, what if the person doesn't arrive, that kind of worry. It's like, I wouldn't say real world worries, but the worries that go on in my head about made up things. And what do people think of me? Um, and, but it's a day-to-day -day thing. It's, it's, uh, and even then, you can still control a little bit. If I want people to see me as X, well, then do your research and talk about X. Or if you want people to see visit, visibly look at you to make a kind of a quick 
uh, assumption of how competent or not competent or creative or carefree or whatever the message is. There are things you can control with how you dress, your hair, your whatever. But once people see you, no matter what you've done, it's up to them how they perceive you. Um, and you should not worry what that is. Like a single woman walking into a big boardroom full of men, there's a worry, what are they thinking about me? And there's things like imposter syndrome that comes up in, to play as well. Um, but then again, I think it comes back to the intent and the awareness is like, I'm here now, I'm in this room, so I can't be that bad. Um, I'm amongst these men. I don't care what they think. I'm just going to be wonderfully me. And then you go back to the last one. Be kind. Be kind to them. If they do misjudge them, be kind to myself. If I do kind of worry a little bit, and then, well, I'm aware that I'm worrying. So now I stop worrying. Um, and yeah. women, we've got a complex life. <laughs> There's lots of stuff going on for us. It is. And, you know, I think one of the answers to that particular one and I of course I understand it like all women understand that and it's interesting you coming to it from a, a corporate perspective as well because uh, we have talked a little bit uh, in the Reiki Women podcast about leadership so we don't have a lot of role models in those situations and do we just act like men but then we complain about the world that that men have created if you like right so you know what what does leadership yeah. mean in that sense and I think that is a discussion that is a definitely an ongoing one and something that we we all need to think about but what I was going to say is that the other precept be true to your way or do your work honestly okay so being true to your way is in many ways the answer to worrying about what someone might think because the more that we are ourselves, the more that I'm me, whoever that is, and less of the pretend me, less of the story that I want people to see me, uh, that if I'm more me, people feel that. And they know that. And there is this, uh, it's that opening up of myself and allowing myself to be vulnerable, um, which Obviously, as you say, like in a corporate situation, you're trying to be a specific this, that or the other. But you, the thing is that you can't make everybody um, like you or see you how you want them to see you. So if we step back from that, yeah, yeah. So if we step back from that and really move into those precepts, then uh, we will need to look deeper into ourselves, I think, and, and find that sort of core self. And that will help us in those situations. Yeah, that is so true. And, and so like you say, you, you cannot change how people perceive you. Three people can listen to the same sentence and take something different from it every time or make a judgment or agree. And there's nothing we can do once those words leave our mouth. Um, and uh, and you say and, and it's same, but at the same time, the genuineness, that energy, that wave of genuine, um, yeah, the energy behind the words, behind the listening, like maybe literally turning your ear and just doing this to when someone listens to to, to to indicate that I'm listening, that that will send a message. And and you're like you you'd be true to yourself because it's almost. It's a worry to fake it because you will kind of become tense and try and pretend that you're not, you don't want, pretend to be what you are not. At the same token, like you said, in a man's world, mm. how do you be true to yourself to compete with the men? But then 
on the other hand, stand for yourself. I mean, stand in your truth and we can bring something different to the table. You might learn some skills. I think there's also something to be said for that. Learn skills to better yourself. Um, like if you say, if a person has a strength and a weakness, weaknesses aren't weaknesses, they're just lesser strengths. It's just things you haven't developed yet. So if you go into a boardroom, and you have to do a public speaking or you just have to stand up and defend your point that is something that can be learned and that makes you evolve as a human being right so you it's so there's a balance i think in all of this it's the balance and going into yourself and saying, well what feels right do i feel i i can't compete i don't want it to come even to compete with these men i'm just going to be me or do you feel you know what this is opportunity for growth and let me learn something from them whatever in that time in your life is what needs to happen your gut will tell you and then you just go with it yeah i love that because you know we are all in different stages in our lives and we can't all be the same as such um mm. i do think that we can always and that's what you're suggesting have the precepts there to guide us and they're a great thing to come back to and to test yourself against so any difficult decisions that you need to make um situations that you're in that you can look at the precepts and go well you know um am i worrying about that if i am then i'm putting my energy into the worry rather than uh then into sorting out the situation as yes. you were saying before there was a thing i used to say to my kid which was uh accept or change and exactly yeah. You know, and, and yeah. it's thing, instead of being in your head and it all going around and around and around, well, if you can't change the situation, then accept the situation. So, yeah, I always found that was a, a helpful one to get us out of the head and, and looking for ways to, to work out, you know, how we can best move forward and do things that are going to be supportive and make us happy. Yeah. That's it. I think that, that sums it up brilliantly. Yeah. Accept or change. Yeah. And you, you, you decide in the moment with the person that you're with in the situation that you are. And tomorrow you've got the same choice to make and you make a different choice, maybe. And that's the beauty of the precepts as well. It's like today. Today. Oh, I love that. That's mm. just don't worry about tomorrow because today I am not worrying about tomorrow. I mean, today. Why? Worrying. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> it's just for today. Um, and that's such a freeing sentence. It's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Oh, Natasha, it's so nice to talk about those things. And I hope, you know, for other people, it's a great thing to have a listen to and a think about. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate your words of uh wisdom and your Reiki women's voice and getting it out there. And uh, so thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me and giving me the opportunity to talk to so many people and to you. Um, yeah, and putting on makeup for the first time in I don't know how long. <laughs> having a reason to put on a fancy, a fancy frock. <laughs> there we are. Well, if you want to know what I think, you look lovely. There we go. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I'm not worried about what you think, though. It's over my head. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, beautiful. And um, see you later. Bye.